Welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist for a time of building and expanding the Kingdom of God within you. We are educating and equipping individuals around the world to build and expand in their dreams, goals, visions, purpose, and destiny through biblical principles and applications. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shazorn, your kingdom strategist, here to release strategies and revelations to unlock the kingdom within you. Hello, 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 hello. We want to welcome you back to another amazing dynamic episode of the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. Listen, I'm so excited that you are here with us on today. We have, God has an amazing episode um, here for you um, today titled Your Vision is Worth the Risk. We're going to look at um, a very wealthy king in the word of the Lord as he give us strategies on how to build um, these businesses, the ministries that God has given unto us. And so we're looking to be successful in your endeavors and what the vision and dreams that God has placed in your heart. Listen, he definitely have some strategies for us on today. So go ahead and do me a favor and share this broadcast on your social media platforms in your circle of influence. You never know who may need this powerful information that is going to be released on today. So I want to thank you um, for that. And thank you so much for joining us. Before we get started, I do want to go ahead um, and get in the word of the Lord in prayer. I want to take a moment, right, and go into a word of prayer. Oh, gracious King, we thank you, we honor you, we give you glory and praise. We magnify your holy name because you are the King of glory. We thank you, oh God, as we commit this broadcast into your hands, that you will have your way. We thank you for every listener. We thank you, Almighty King, for everyone that will receive from what it is that you're releasing on today. We thank you for words of penetration, activation, the transformed atmospheres. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that as your word is released, that it will be activated in your people and that they will rise to the occasion and the moment and the hour, almighty God, and begin to produce the good fruit that you have placed on the inside of them withholding absolutely nothing so that your word can be performed in their lives, that they will begin to live in the Jeremiah 29 and 11 plan that you have declared for them, O gracious King, in the majestic name of Jesus. Oh, how we glorify you, how we magnify you, and how we give you praise. And it is in the majestic name of Jesus, hallelujah, um, that we give you all glory and praise, and that we have prayed, amen, amen, and amen, um, to God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Um, hallelujah. My God, um, we want to let us go ahead and thank our sponsors from D-Technology, but they are taking care of all of your business needs, right? You can visit them at www.dtechnology.org and they will definitely take care of you. Definitely take care of you. Okay, um, dynamic people of God. So today we are talking about your vision is worth the risk. Your vision is worth the risk. Many of us have visions and dreams. Many people have vision and dreams that they are sitting on, um, that it is the very thing, right, um, that is going to be um, that, or let me say this way, that is what they need to catapult 
into everything that they desire, you know, everything that they think that is missing, everything that they need is in the activation of the word, moving by faith in the thing that God has chosen for your life. Um, you cannot reap, you cannot reap in places that you do not have the courage, courage to sow. If you're not willing to sow in a place, you cannot reap the harvest. Visions and dreams do not just manifest. They don't just appear. They manifest by us doing the work or activities that is directly connected to that word coming to pass. So let us go into the word. I want to take us to the book of Ecclesiastics, um, chapter 11. And this is what the word of the Lord reads. Something very, very familiar that you've heard um, several times. You've heard me talk about it um, and from a... Um, You've heard me talk about it many a times as well, but I'm going to take you through some things on today that I think is going to elevate you and it's going to push you into another um, dimension in the work that God has called for in your life. So Ecclesiastes chapter 11, it said, cast your bread upon the waters for you will find it after many days. Give a servant to seven or also eight for you do not know what evil will be on the earth. So I want to pause right here for a second. We're going to go into um, several of the components within this text, right? Because I want you to be successful. I want you to understand that your vision is worth the risk, right? And in any business or ministry endeavor, there are some risks that is going to have to be taken. Many people that we see that are there or that we consider to be successful is because they made a decision that their vision was worth the risk, their ministry, their business, that it was worth whatever risk that they needed to take to for um, that was necessary so that it can come to pass. So they had to make a decision in their life that I'm going to go after my dream. I'm going to chase my dream no matter what. And so if we want to live in the manifestation of our dreams, we have to make a decision that I'm going after it no matter what, whatever it costs me, I'm going to do what's necessary so that everything that I've been dreaming about that I would live in it. That I it will come in some place in time where it's no longer a dream, but it's what I live in every single day of my life. And to get there, we have to make up in our mind today. We have to make up in our mind today that we're able to manifest those things. God wouldn't give you a dream or a vision that you did not have the capacity of bringing forth. Neither um, have give you something where resource lack for you not to um, bring it into fruition. And that's what I love about God. Here in the text in Ecclesiastics um, 11, chapter 11, I read to you verse 1 and 2, and we have this amazing King Solomon. He's dealing with um, two very important topics here in this text. He's dealing with shipping, and he's dealing with, um, he's dealing with shipping in the commerce industry in addition to agriculture, right? He's talking about uh, both of these things. Now, King Solomon was very inundated or heavily involved in the shipping industry. 
And so he did a, a great amount of trade by sea, right? As he worked with um, King Tyree, right? So he did trade with Hiram, right? Um, with um, the King of Tyree. So listen, um, his, his background um, in this conversation, or this conversation leads to the background in which this amazing king had. And listen, um, with his business endeavors, it definitely um, supported or brought forth him being very wealthy. So I believe that not only do he have something great to say, he give us some wisdom and give us some insight on how to generate the wealth that God has given us the ability to produce or the power to produce, right? Um, he, 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 he grabbed hold on um, to that word or that ability that God has given unto us and he surely produced it and he produced mightily. So listen, in 1 King 10 and 22, it talks about King Solomon and his um, his endeavors in the shipping commerce industry. It talks about how that, that he had a sea of navy of Tarish with the navy of Haram. And it says, once in three years came the navy of a Tarish and it brought bringing gold silver, ivory, and eggs and peacocks, right? That it brought him back. So not only was he was a merchant, you know, uh, 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 he, he was a merchant of the seas, but he did not just have one ship. He had multiple ships. And what I'm pointing out, because I love it, um, you know, many times I talk about our message, your core. That's why it's important to understand what is your core? What is it? Uh, what are you called to do? Because that is everything. Your core is your core message is the vehicle that drives absolutely everything about you. It allows you to take your message and place it on multiple platforms. And so I'm looking here in this text and um or and looking at these verses and looking at the king and looking how you know he applied you know the principles of, of god in his life and how he um he was able to get a return he knew hey sewing is going to be important i i, I know that this is a part of what it is that i need to do so i have to make the necessary investments right he had to make the necessary investments and be willing to take the risk so we gotta take risks right and be very wise very wise so um king solomon he had a a, a fleet of ships right he had a fleet so that mean it was more than one all right because listen if he only had one if something happened to one of the ships then that particular stream of income right for him would have just been down until he got the ship back up so that's why we have to position ourselves um, with our messages and develop our multiple streams of income Solomon also kept his ships at sea. I love that. Let's speak on that for a moment. He kept the ship, the message, the thing that was bringing in the income, right? Um, that was bringing in a source of income. He kept it moving. That means that he was in a place of consistent keeping those ships consistently moving to bring in the merchandise and things of that nature right that he needed the other thing that we notice in first king 22 
um, as it parallels to what he's speaking about in Ecclesiastic um, 11 is this. It said, it's, the word said it was three years. It took it three years. And we're going to break down this thing in a moment, okay? It took three years before he received a return on his investment. We're going to talk about that for a moment because, you know, we're looking at what's happening here at King Solomon. And to just think about entrepreneurs in this day and time, I, I'm, I'm, he's going to give us some great wisdom that's going to um, really ground us in our business endeavors. And if we can stay in a place of truth and purpose, right, and, and, and stay committed in that space, the return will be great. So he read, and it says he read an enormous right amount of wealth that enhanced his enjoyment of life. I love it. See, now King Solomon, he didn't chase money, right? Um, I, I could just believe he chased vision. He chased, you know, um, the things that God placed on his heart. And when he chased those things, then yes, the, the, the money came and it caused him to have a life of enjoyment. Many people, you know, we use this word. We want to, I want to live my best life. I, you know, I want to live my best life. I want to live life any way I want to live it. But with that, it comes with, if, if that's the way you want to live, if you want to live the lifestyle of, of your dreams, it comes with taking a risk on yourself. It comes with taking a risk on your vision so that it can bring forth the wealth or the money that's necessary so you can live your best life, so you can live life um, the way that you desire to live it, that you desire to live it. So, you know, we're looking at this amazing king. So in the industry that he was in, you know, it involved a, a major risk. And, you know, just any business, any, any industry, there's some level of risk that we must take and we must look at, right? So let's talk about it. So the very first thing you got to understand, if you want to be successful in your business, in your ministry endeavors, you got to look and expect listen that there will be a return on what it is that you're doing when i when i step into my vision i move in a place of anticipation that there's a return on the investment of my time my talent and my treasure that there should be an investment. I mean, there should be a, a a harvest until the things in which I sow in, and that's why we got to be very intentional in the things that we sow in. Like, look, I do not, I do not waste my time in endeavors and things that just don't line up with my purpose. That do not line up with the things that God has called for in my life. I'm not wasting my time. It, 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 and it, it works, things work very well for other people, but it don't line up with my vision. It don't line up with my purpose. It, you know, it's a waste of my time. And, and don't, and don't get me wrong. Listen, I've invested in a lot of things that worked it very well for other people. So I learned through experience. Duranche, stay focused on your message. Stay focused on your vision. If it don't align with it, if it's not pushing the message that God is giving on the inside of you, then that ain't what you need to be doing because you're wasting time, talent, and treasure, efforts in, in a space that you're not going to reap the harvest from. Bottom line, period. So you, you definitely want to make sure you understand that without a shadow of a doubt, right? Because if you don't understand that, anything else, um, you'll find yourself in places where you will be wasteful, that you'll be wasteful with your precious time, with your precious talent, and as well as your precious treasure. 
So I want to talk about in, in this text, this is something um, that a lesson or some lessons that we can take out of here. There are three elements that we can apply to our business endeavors. Number one, number one is trust. Woo. You got to trust God. The first, when God, when a vision is given to you, the very first thing you have to do, you have to trust God. You got to invest, you got to invest your faith in this thing. When, 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 it, when the element of trust happens, the, the, um, the first element or the first place or the first thing of investing is going to be your faith, right? Um, you got to trust God. You got to trust that God will perform his word in your life, right? You got to trust God to do um, and move in places and spaces in the vision that you don't have the capacity to do. You, you got to trust God. You got to trust God that, that he's going to supply all the needs according to his riches and glory, right? But even with trusting God, with supplying the needs according to his riches and glory, it is a, it's a place of expectation even in your faith, right? That's why I say faith without works is there. That's even with your faith that you work and operate at your level of capacity. That you operate at your level of capacity. We got to understand that that God, well, this is one thing I love about God. So I trust God with everything in me, with all my heart, my soul. Um, we we got to trust God um, for the outcome in the endeavor. And so if he give you the vision, you already see the potential. You already see what the outcome is going to be. If you will align yourself in the vision and begin to invest by faith because it is a investment of faith to even invest your time, your talent, and your treasure in a thing. This is the, the, the truth is this, you invest your time, your talent, and treasures, and, and you, you're investing it somewhere, right? You're investing in other people's dreams when we're working for them and things of that nature, right? You, you, you invest those things or when you're volunteering, Right. And, and, and doing things. I mean, you're investing those things. Right. So how much greater will it be if, if we can make those same type of investments um, that we invest in other people, endeavors, their ideas, their visions? If, if we can turn around and, and make those same type of investments in the thing that God has called forth in our lives, in our dreams, in our visions, in our own goals, in our own aspirations, right? How, how much greater do you think um, the reward would be for you in your life, right? How much greater would you think that would be? So that that so that trust factor. In other words, I trust in the Lord of my heart, don't lean on my own understanding, and always acknowledge him, and he will direct my path. It takes it, it takes trust, right? Trusting God. And then when you trust God, it makes it easier for you to trust your capacity. Because now after trusting God, it comes another trust level where you have to trust yourself. You have to trust your abilities to do what it is that God has called and chosen for you to do. Understand the ability is there because he said that you didn't choose me, but I chose you that you may be a fruit, fruit that will remain, right? And so that means God is just saying in that in, in that text, I've given you the ability to do this thing, right? Even though, look, just like in Deuteronomy, I give you the ability to generate wealth. He said, listen, I've given you the ability to bring forth good fruit. I've given you the ability to bring forth good fruit, not just any type of long-lasting fruit. And so now, in spite of our history, 
in spite of experiences that we've had in life, we have to come into a place that said, I trust my, I trust my God-given abilities to bring forth this vision. I trust it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because I trust in God. Right. You know, God will never fail me. And when you can trust in God, you can trust in what God has given you. Right. You you can do that thing. That's why your vision is worth the risk. What I love about the vision. Amen. Glory to God. I mean, and, and really that statement is oxymoron because listen, because God has given you that thing. And because God has spoken it, because God has given you the ability, because God is going to supply you. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. There's really not the risk. There's really no risk, right? Um, because, amen, glory to God, because he is not that, because he has, he has put everything in his perspective places, in his perspective time so that we can produce and manifest the results of our vision and our dreams. And because our God is so big, because our God is so awesome, just like that, you know, he does this sit on you abundantly above, right? <laughs> uh, that's what I love about our God. Amen. Oh, grace to God. So that's why your vision is right. I mean, he just give you a glimpse of what's to come right um because if he gave us the full fruition of it um you know that will probably intimidate us even the more um that will uh, cause us to distrust our capacity or capabilities even the more but i'm telling you if we bring ourselves in this place as entrepreneurs as 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 ministry leaders those whatever god has called you to in ministry or in the marketplace and we bring ourselves in this trust factor with god almighty himself who is the creator of all things where there's nothing impossible for him to do right if, if we can bring ourselves into that place We can live and dwell in the manifestation of them. Look, I'm telling you, I'm not, um, I'm not telling you something that I did not have to walk out myself. All right, I'm not telling you something I did not have to walk out myself. And so we're talking about this amazing king. I'm talking about this amazing king as well, King Solomon, who he had to trust God in every endeavor. And when his dad told him, God said, "You're gonna build the temple." He had to trust God, right? That look, all the resources are gonna be there. Everyone he needed to collaborate was gonna be in place. You know, he had to trust God. And we have to have that same level of trust. Of trust. And and so to get there, we got to move past our hurt, our pains, our disappointments. We gotta move past of you know um the human. Um, experiences that we've had with other people. We got to move past those things because it, it, it keeps us in a place where we are hostage and we can't advance in the power of God's word because we won't trust him. Or, and when we're not trusting him, we're not trusting ourselves. And we're not trusting other people. This is the thing. Even when it comes to other people, no, I trust the God in you. I, I, I trust the God in the individual that He's connected with me to be a part of the vision and the dream, right? And so, yeah, I, I'm I'm trusting the God factor in you to do what God has given you the capacity to do in our collaboration. So that his word can manifest and, and and perform right in our lives, and 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 that's why another thing is so important when um, that we understand um, the power of connection. We understand why we are connected together. Those type of things, right? With people, God connect us for purposes. And what is the purpose that God has made the connection? And so King Solomon understood that very well. He knew that, listen, I need that 
a connection needs to be made with me and King Pharaoh in Egypt because so that they can make my chariots for me and I can get my horses from, from him so that I can strengthen my routine, my kingdom. He understood that very well. He also understood that, hey, I have to come in collaboration and partnership with King of Tyree because cedar is built in their land. Cedar is the finest. It is the best um, of, 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 of wood that we can find. And because that's the location and where it is, that there must be a God connection there, right? There must be a God connection. And so he knew what he needed. He understood where it was growing, who had it, amen, word to God. And so he wrote the letter. He wrote the letter over in First King. I'm going to come back and just do a whole series on King Solomon, amen, of word to God. Thank you, Jesus, um, from um, out of the book of um, Chronicles and the book of Kings, you know, as well, just grabbing the mind nuggets about him. Um, Ecclesiastic, we're just getting uh, just a small piece of the brilliance this really needs to be a series amen glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah but i do have some other things lined up it's going to kind of break up some stuff but nevertheless nevertheless it's going to be um some amazing amazing concept information that you're going to get here right here on the build your empire with the kingdom strategies because i want you um to build that empire to emerge and reign and rule in the thing that god has called forth in your life amen and so i i i am hoping that this igniting your passion your fire amen to move in the thing that god has chosen for you to do let's get back here so there's the element of trust right We know that God can bring forth, God can bring forth whatever it is he desired. Then that's the element of commitment, right? The element of commitment. There's no in-between. There's no shortcuts. It either you're going to take action or you ain't going to do nothing. Just bottom line. The hot or cold, right? How to call? You're going to take action, or you're going to get in, you're going to commit yourself to this thing, or you're just going to sit down. So we either invest our, our, our grain or we are limited to what the current value is. Yeah, so let's talk about because he talked about the seed, right? And as he talked about, you know, the seed, you got to understand if we kept this, if we keep a seed in the barn, if you keep the seed in the barn or you keep um, the message, right? If you keep it in the barn um, and you don't put it out, whatever the value is, then that's what you hold to. You, you Whatever the, the current value in its park space, right? In its park space, then that is what you gain from it. But you got to sow. Remember when this when the farmer would go out and sow the seeds. Will go out and sow the seeds. And what but what will come back in the harvest was way more than what he sown. And so he gained more. Why? Because he chose to go and plant the seeds and I started off with saying you cannot reap from where you don't have the courage to sow and so if you're not using the gifts you're not you're not using the talents that he's given unto you then your talents can't multiply your gifts can make room for you and place you among great men if you're not using them. And it takes a level of commitment. You know, I recall, look, when God told Moses in the book of Exodus, when he told him about building the temple, God was like, listen, I already have the man full of wisdom, full of my Holy Spirit, you know, full of the talents to build the bronze, to make the curtains, 
all the things that he was in. So how was these people identified? These people was good at their craft. They was good at what they did because once when they learned it or when it was activated in them, they perfected the craft by operating, moving, doing, working in it. And we even remember Joseph, him with his prophetic gift, right? Had he not been using it, operating in it, talking to the baker, I mean, um, giving the baker and the cupbearer um, the, the prophetic message behind their dream, if he had not been using it, cultivating that gift that was there on the inside of him, his name would have never been mentioned to the king. People got to know what you're doing. And so that comes with a space of commitment, working, doing it. I mean, and we're not, you're, we're, we don't work in this vineyard. I, listen, we, we're doing the work because we're passionate about it. We're doing the work because we know lives need to be changed. Lives need to be saved. And, and, and your gifts, you listen, when you do the work, people, your work become noticeable. Listen, it cannot, that's why I said, you'll be a city on the hill that cannot be hidden. When men see your good works, they will glorify the Father. So when you're doing the works, it will be no doing good works, it will be noticed, right? People will notice. And when people are looking for people in your expertise, your area of expertise, because they see your commitment, they're seeing your faithfulness, they see you work in your, your passion at work, right? And if your everybody knows how I feel about passion, and you're doing the work that God has called for from you. Your passion will bring forth the resources, right? Your passion will bring forth the money, right? Your passion will bring forth the clients because of the level of diligence you are in the work, in the thing that God has called forth in you. We got to make commitments to our vision. We got to make a commitment. You got to commit, I'm going to do this thing and then you got to act on your commitment. Do the work. Is that work? Do the work. Do the work. And guess what? As you do it, expect the impossible. Expect the favor of the return, a favorable outcome. Expect the harvest to manifest. Right? And then you got there's a space or a place where we're talking about the expectation of the return. You gotta look for it. You gotta be. Oh, let me talk about this. Patient. Man, I like that word, but the word says inheritance gained too soon will bring a man to ruin. Or bring a man to ruin. The other thing that I love about this element of looking forward to God's word manifesting and having patience in the cultivation of the word um, so that it can manifest. Um, patience shows a lot about our character, my characters are. You know, it 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 really shows our level of commitment. It 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 bring it brings forth right. Um, it brings either the best or the worst out of you. It brings forth if you were trusting in God, or you know what I'm saying you're trusting in God and what God has given unto you, or was you just trusting in His hand, right? Or were you just looking forward to His hand, or looking forward to the benefit? right and so that's something else i love about the, the patience letting patient have its perfect work right um the word told us in first king chapter 10 uh, verse 22 it said it took three years before solomon's ship would come um so we got to understand as entrepreneurs, this is where a lot of entrepreneurs fail because we want it overnight. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they say. Success is not built overnight. True success 
never rolls overnight. Never, ever. Period. Whatsoever. So this is what our brother James say in um, James 5. He says this, therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early or latter rain. Have to be patient. We are so ready to jump ship. I don't know how you jump ship on your vision, your dream, the things that God has called for in your life. But, you know, when things are not manifesting, when we desire them or, you know, we're not generating the income, you know, we're ready to jump ship. You may need to, you may need to modify or adjust your methods. But many times we'll walk away from the vision. We'll walk away from the thing that God has called forth in our lives, uh, right? And and we give up on it. But then that make us miss the second element that I said: being committed. We're committed until it's produced. Now, don't get me wrong. I did make a statement a moment ago. I said, and you got to hear that very clearly. Um, you know, we do, we stay patiently in the assignment and in the things that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we know that we know to do, that we know to do, right? Now, there may be times in what we're doing may not be the approach to producing what it is. Our activities that we are putting in may not be the right activities. And that comes with analyzing, that comes with having, you know, coaches and, um, you know, a, a team, right? Um, upon you to, 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 to help, right? Within what it is that you are doing. Because sometimes our method could be the very thing that's keeping us from generating um, what our dreams desire, or generating the cash flow that we're looking for, and things of that nature. It, you know, it ain't the vision. The vision never have the vision issue is never the vision, <laughs> because the vision will surely come to pass, right? It'll surely come to pass. Amen. Um, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, at, at definitely at its appointed time, but we definitely have to make sure. Look between the vision. From the release of the vision to the manifestation of it, we got to make sure that those activities are lining up. It's all about aligning, being strategic in every activity that we do to make sure that it's producing toward the result of our desire. And if it's not, then that's where your adjustments need to come in. That's also where your coaches come in there, right? And things of that nature, because they'll be able to see things you can't see. Are there are no things that you don't know. So that they can help you get along a little bit further in your journey. We must be wise in casting our breads upon the water right we got to be wise in every venture that we partake we also have to patiently wait on the returns this awesome king king solomon this is he confidently assures us that if we are wise and patient at the many days we will find it again. He confidently assured this to us. So it's, it's important. Listen, um, this, this king has so many nuggets in this particular um in this particular chapter here. Um in Ecclesiastics, we have to diversify. Our investments, we have to diversify 
listen, that was like one of the most powerful things that um that the the, the Lord um gave me when he began to deal with me about diversifying you know we diversify our, um, diversify our develop um investments we um we um diversify right the platforms that we're putting our messages on because listen we gotta go to all nations and make disciples disciple is someone that follows the message i'm just saying right and 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 all disciples are not on the same platform they're not on the same platform right everybody don't read and get it some people need coaching some people need consulting right some people want to be in a elongated relationship with you through membership programs you know those type of things um you know there's some people who who, who gravitate to the message through our speaking platform right whether we're speaking through conferences and webinars or lives or tv shows radio podcasts whatever you know those type of things they're here the message then that's what the voice activation, y'all know I love the voice activation. That's when that, you know, you get that Mary and Elizabeth experience that, oh, I need to connect with her. I need to connect with him. They are carrying the message that I need so that I can advance. And, you know, from, from those spaces and places, that's why every time we speak, right, every time we speak or, or we're doing something, Listen, your our intention or, or our mindset should be, you know, I'm taking the stage, I'm opening up my mouth, especially for us who are in business. Listen, in, in, in business, I, I'm opening up my mouth, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the stage because my next speaking engagement are there or my next, my next client is, is in the atmosphere, is in the space that I am occupying right now because I've been intentional about where I cast my bread. I've been intentional about where I cast it. And so I, I know without a shadow of a doubt in some form, shape or fashion that there, there's a client or clients and on whatever platforms that I have available that's ready to invest right invest in what it is in my vision my dream in my products my services or whatever it is right because i've been intentional about casting my bread i've diversified right hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god in my product my products and services are diversified for people to invest in on whatever level that they need to invest. Because we're making disciples, right? We're going to the world making disciples. Uh, I'm just saying, and, and they're already there waiting on our arrival, people of God. That's what I'm talking about. But there's so many different things. I want to come back because I really want to dive into this this right here um, that King Solomon is talking about um, before I dive into his business training, before I just, you know, pull apart his mind, right? Um, in his um, in his mind of business, um, I'm going to um, do a About My Father's Business series, um, but I got to get through some interviews and things of that nature before I do that. So in between, we'll probably just hold tight so this is Ecclesiastes 11, right? Um, it's probably what we'll hold tight to and just um, feed off it, break it down, what the king is addressing here so that we can make sure that we are, in, we are wise investors and that we don't mind taking the risk on our visions, our dreams, our goals, our aspirations, and our desires um dynamic people oh god and so i absolutely love it verse um verse two in chapter 11 so i'm gonna definitely talk about diversifying our investments even the more in um 
and it won't be next week because I have a special guest that's coming. We have um, Jacqueline Lulu Brown is going to be with us next week, um, our very special guest. And we're going to be talking about strategies on how to ascend and the amazing work that she is doing in the marketplace to help people ascend. It's going to be absolutely amazing. You don't want to miss um, the episode. It, it was 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, it is going to, it'll be released on all of our platforms. So definitely meet us, uh, whether it's on um, on your social media or if it's on the radio, if it's on the podcast, on the TV, all those spaces, right? So you meet us um, in the space on the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist. So I hope you take with you today those three components of what it's going to take to be successful in your business or ministry endeavor, the element of trust, the element of commitment, the element of patience, the element of looking forward, of for, of looking forward in the return on the investment that um, that God has given unto you. You cannot reap from where you dare not sow. Listen, we have been having an amazing conversation right here on the Build Your Empire with the King Dumb Strategist. I am your host, Dr. Jaron Zorn, your Kingdom Strategist. If this message have empowered you, go ahead and subscribe to our broadcast at www.deronche.com. You can also schedule your 15-minute free consultation um, with me. I would love to connect with you on our social media platforms. You can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Kingdom Strategist and on Twitter at KB Strategist. Until next time, continue to build your empire. Welcome to the Build Your Empire with the Kingdom Strategist for a time of building and expanding the kingdom of God within you. We are educating and equipping individuals around the world to build and expand in their dreams, goals, visions, purpose, and destiny through biblical principles and applications. I am your host, Apostle Deron Shazorn, your kingdom strategist, here to release strategies and revelations to unlock the kingdom within you.